0: Podcasting versus YouTubing, or YouTube. Which is better? Today, we're gonna find out. Can't be defined by your mistakes. You know, you try and you try really hard. But sometimes you fall. You yeah, sometimes you fall. Ooh. Hey guys, my name's Lacey. And I have been doing podcasting for maybe a month now. So full disclaimer, I am not a full-fledged podcaster. I have not made any money podcasting yet, but I've got about, you know, 12 episodes up. My podcast is The Black Girl Guide to Magic. If you guys want to go check it out, shameless plug right here. I truly, truly love it and I enjoy it so much. I've been doing YouTube for about Two two years now, I've made money from YouTube, you know, I've had videos go viral, I've had sponsorships because of this channel. I'm at least at some capacity to be able to talk about the things I've noticed, even though I haven't experienced, you know, maybe all of them, but I have experienced a good amount, and I feel like I've done enough research on both platforms at this point to be able to give some insight on what I've learned. From being a YouTuber, having a podcast, which is better? Which should you start right now if you're thinking, oh, which one might be the one for me? You know, I feel like everybody, you know, nowadays wants to start either a YouTube channel, a TikTok, or a podcast. They want to start something. So which one is better for your creative process? Let's get started. So we're going to start with podcasting, and we're going to start with the pros of podcasting. Things I have noticed since doing it, since starting, and also just since researching podcasting. Number one, podcasting is so much more intimate. It's such an intimate form of media. Like it is the most intimate form of media because when people listen to it, it's listened to in your ears, in your car, or usually in your bed when you're doing chores. It's a very Ve- or when you're doing something it's a very very intimate form of media you you don't have to watch it there's no dis- visual distractions when you're listening to somebody speak maybe you know advice into you life into you um education it's a very very digestible form of media content. It's, it's you, you can put it on, and you can do whatever you need to do for the day. By the end of it, you might feel better, you know? You never know with a podcast. You never know what you're gonna get. There are so many types of podcasts. There's so much information to be learned. They're very intimate, and that's, that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Most people, they say, I've seen statistics, when they listen to podcasts, they're, you know, like, I think it was like 70% more likely to by what is mentioned in a podcast or listen to the whole thing all the way through instead of you know clicking off halfway or maybe within the first five minutes. It's when people click on a podcast, they're, they're pretty dedicated, they're pretty dedicated. So that's a really good thing. You can have a very deep conversation that way and your audience will listen. So keep that in mind. Number two. This is my favorite, and this does not go for everybody. I am a solo podcaster, so that means uh, because there are two, you know, there are several different types of podcasts. So there's, you know, solo podcasting where it's just one person and a mic, which is what I'm doing now. Or there are interview podcasts where you bring people on your show and you interview them, you ask them questions, you get some good education out of it, you get some good knowledge. There's storytelling podcasts, and you know, there's true crime podcasts where you literally tell an intimate story like you're reading a book, but it's like an audiobook, but podcasting, you know, there are episodes. So there's a lot of types of podcasts, but one thing that I love about solo podcasting is I never have to get ready if I don't want to. Whenever I want to make a podcast, if I want to roll out of bed and look absolutely ridiculous, I can. And I'm not saying you can't do that same for a video, but it's much more to stay focused on somebody when they look bad in a video. I'm not like, it's, it's and I hate it. Of course, most people hate it. You know, you, you shouldn't be judged or we shouldn't have... Like your, your words shouldn't be any less valuable because of the way you look. But at the same time, I have noticed just in myself that when somebody looks, you know, a little like messy on camera, it's much harder to focus. And this isn't for everybody. Some people can look messy on camera and be fine, you know. And one person I always think of is Emma Chamberlain. She is very good and she doesn't look bad or anything, but she looks, you know, she doesn't have any makeup on. She doesn't have her hair done. It's, it's very free touch and go. Not everybody can do that. There's that. That's why I love podcasting. I don't have to get ready. And if you're like me, and sometimes you do not feel like putting on, you know, some makeup, doing your hair and everything. Podcasting is the perfect medium for you. Number three, it's very, very good self help self talk therapy. And this only comes from, you know, my perspective of being a solo podcaster. This isn't for maybe interviewers or storytelling podcasts, but from a perspective of me just wanting to give advice on the things I've learned in life and also just express myself audially, audially? I don't know, but express myself in that way. It's very very soothing. It just I'm just turning on a mic and I'm talking to myself. I'm having a conversation with me, and it's wonderful. It's so good. I love I love doing it. I love just getting to sit here, talk to my microphone and look out the window. It breaks a wall and it creates a level of intimacy that I feel like um uh, is much more difficult to create with a camera. It takes a lot longer to create that level of intimacy for me personally with a camera, it's taken a lot longer. Whenever I still see a camera sometimes and it's like um, unplanned, I still get like shy, you know? Like, oh I'll get the camera out of my face. But with podcasting, give me a mic and I'll talk for days. I'll talk for days, y'all. Number four, and I think this is a really good one. There is less of a chance of being canceled. <laughs> and I know that sounds kind of like, okay, thanks Lacey, but it's true. like making videos there's always a chance somebody's gonna look at your video and say oh I've got to make another video on this and this video gets 20 million views and now you're like the most hated person in the century it happens so often nowadays it happens all the time honestly but with podcasting I've never heard really of someone going on a podcast and getting canceled for it have you tell me please let me know if you have because I have not And um, I think that's really kind of important, you know? I think that you can say a lot more of what you want on podcasts and the people who are listening are people who genuinely enjoy you and like you for more or less they agree with what you're saying. Maybe not everything, but there's less of a chance of you getting discovered by the wrong people or not by your people and them going out of their way to now harm you. You know, like drama channels and everything. That's a big thing on YouTube. So I think that is definitely a win for podcasting. You have much more of a range. There's much less censorship of what you have to say. All you have to do is say if your podcast is like clean or explicit. And I honestly, if somebody would like to tell me what that does, I'm sure maybe it restricts the kind of person who can like listen to it. That's really nice. You have much more of a range to so just be honest, open, genuine, you know? <laughs> Number five, from what I have seen, podcasters can make a fuck ton of money, a fuck ton. So to say that there's no money in podcasting is just, it's just simply not true. Podcasting is a very, very good source of income. I've seen videos where people were making $15,000 a month from their podcast alone where people making two, three, four, five thousand $5,000 an episode just from sponsorships or affiliate markets in their podcast. That's insane. That's great money. It's phenomenal. So I, there's no shortage of money to be made in the podcast world. So if you're thinking about the money, but I will say that it does take longer, you know, it takes longer to grow that audience, build those listeners. Number six, longevity. Longevity and podcasting go together like steak and wine, you know, like they're a beautiful combination. The longer you podcast, the better you get, the more audience members you get, the more listeners you have, the more downloads, the more, you know, sponsorships and it seems to me like it's a very, very stable source of making a living online. It seemed very stable. If you can stick with it, the stability that comes from podcasting is genuine. you know, like I people can make podcasts for 12 years and make more money as as time goes on. Like just just making money podcasting seems like... Or just being able to, there's no, I would say, maybe relevancy that comes along with podcasting. Because the people who are listening to your podcast are are generally always going to listen to your podcast unless you change it up or something or you stop. But overall, the podcasts I listen to, I will continue to listen to for as long as they make podcasts. Like I genuinely enjoy their content and there's nothing stopping me from continuing to keep going, especially when I'm doing something and I want, you know, somebody in the room with me. I want to have a con- I want to have I feel like I'm having a conversation. So that's important. Number seven. This is a good one. The things people gravitate towards in podcasts are very drastically different from I'd say the things that I find people gravitating towards YouTube and you can just tell by what people make podcasts about and what people make YouTube videos about YouTube videos are very very helpful you can you go you can go to YouTube University and learn absolutely anything but it's not what is pushed what is pushed on YouTube are things that are gonna get your attention are viral videos that sometimes not all the time have no real value and no real meaning and are oftentimes a drama or something what are your favorite youtubers up to what drama are they in today oh no the ace family is in another scandal you see but with podcasting your main goal through a podcast and somebody is listening to you so intimately is to give them wisdom give them knowledge give them something soothing. And I'm sure there are, you know, podcasts that talk about drama and everything. I'm sure, I'm sure there are, there definitely are. But at the same time, it's much easier to find podcasts that are like, you know, about spirituality and uplifting. And they're easier to click on, I would say, in podcast form than they are in video form. I don't know what it is about clicking on a spiritual video that sometimes just like a like I, I i don't know like it's so much harder for me to click on a spiritual video on YouTube than it is for me to click on a spiritual podcast i i have no idea what that's about but it's i i found that to be very very true very very true if you like to talk about good things if you want to make people feel good and you don't want to be caught up in like you know that um that rat that that wheel of virality and keep staying relevant, then I would definitely say podcasting is that better option for that. And number eight, your equipment can be extremely cheap. Right now, I am using the Blue Yeti. Um, this is what it looks like. Hi, it's really nice, I like it a lot. And it was like $99, That that's, I've gone through a lot of cameras. <laughs> I've gone through a lot of cameras. Um, but that's, that's for the YouTube side. So I, don't, I won't even talk about that, but yeah, equipment can be really cheap. I've seen microphones for like $50, you know, $40 microphones aren't that expensive. If you're just starting out, if you need another one, you know, you might shell out $200. I would say get a pop filter, get a pop filter. If you're going to do podcasting, I made the mistake of, you know, making my first 12 episodes of podcasts um without a pop filter and I finally started listening to my podcast back and even though I love what I'm saying I'm like damn this popping noise I'm making which you're still gonna hear because my pop filter is still coming is so annoying it's so annoying and you can hear it and your audience can hear it and if you want to grow get a pop filter or get a microphone that doesn't need one but very very important piece of equipment (sighs) very important so don't say i didn't warn you don't say Lacey has never given you any tips okay so now we're on to the cons of podcasting which i would say you know are a few but there definitely are po- cons of podcasting so let's get started one slow growth podcasting is a slow moving grind it is not the fast meal ticket to success and stardom whatsoever your podcast is meant to grow gradually over time you're meant to promote it you're meant to do a bunch of things there can be moments of you maybe bringing on a guest speaker i've heard like that's how you grow your podcast bring on guest speakers um do all those cross promotion kind of the same thing with youtube but i i do a solo podcast so that's really it's not how i roll but slow growth it it i i've learned it's taking time it's going to take time and if you don't have the patience you will get so devastated and so worn out and so you know disappointed so quickly and that's not what podcasting is about it's not about how many you know how many people are listening it's really about who am i touching who am i really helping when they listen to my podcast, so think about that, think, think about that. Number two, podcasting can be very confusing to start. Off the bat, it can be a very, very, very confusing just process. When I started, I was like, what am I supposed to do? You're supposed to get on another platform to get on these platforms to do what? So, yes, you have in order to podcast, you have to get a host platform, which means you have to get a platform that will host your podcast and like push it out to to the places where podcasts are are listened to. So what I use, I use Anchor. This is not sponsored, but Anchor, if you're listening, if you see this, hit me up. Uh, but it, it, Anchor is very e- like user friendly for the most part. It was easy to start up once I understood what I was trying to do, but at first I was like, I have no idea what any of this means. I have no idea what a host podcast is, like what a hosting site is. None of that, or why I need one. Why can't it just be like I go to a- um, Apple Podcasts and I just upload a podcast? Why can't it be like that, like YouTube? But that's because your podcast is going out to so many different platforms. It needs one place where it can stay and be pushed. So that's that's what I ga- gathered. Like there are so many platforms that you can have. Podcasts on, so you need one space to upload it, have it sit, have an RSS um, feed link so you can add it to other other host sites. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. But once you get it and once you understand it, it it gets easier. Like I'm still, I still, I get it now. But like it's hard to, I can still kind of explain, but that part it kind of deters people I get I get it and also you know cover art if you aren't a master canva or something it can be a little difficult you'd be like what because cover art is the only thing people see when they're looking through podcasts so you have uh I don't know how big it is but you have that much space to make an impression on somebody scrolling through their podcast browser that's all that's all you got so you you better make it count If you aren't good with graphics, it can be very difficult. And number three, podfade is real. And what podfade is, is most people don't make it past, I think it was their eighth episode of podcasting. And usually after that, they either stopped abruptly or just stopped uploading and the podcast dies. There are probably, out of all the podcasts that are made, I think which is like, don't let me say this number wrong, maybe 2 million that maybe 1 million are active in some way. I'm sure like half of podcasts are not active at this point. So, or even past their eighth episode. So there is a good chance when podcasting that there's less... Competition. I would say it's, you know, it's still competition. There's still a lot of podcasts out there, but it's much less than YouTube. But it's still, you know, it's a slow grind. So you get to your eighth episode and you're like, you know what, no one's listening. I got five listeners. And what am I doing here? This is not working. And I can see that happening to a lot of people. I can see that as a really big thing for most people. So be aware of that if you want to start podcasting. Most people don't make it past their 8th episode. I've made it to my 12th. This is my 13th. So. Yay. Okay. So those are my pros and cons for podcasting. Again, I love it. So far, I've only been doing it for a month. Maybe I'll come back here in like another 3 months and see how I'm still doing, you know. But so far, I really enjoyed. it. I thoroughly enjoyed just being able to sit and talk to myself. Because that's what it is. That's essentially what I'm doing. And it works for me. It really works for me. Now, let's move on to the pros of YouTube. Of being a YouTuber, of going on this journey. There's a lot. There's a lot. And number one is every video you upload to YouTube has the potential to change your life off the blank point blank period that's why people want to be youtubers that's why people upload videos every single video has the potential to change your life to have the right people see it to have the right audiences in front of you to every single one so that dream that goal that magic that you feel when you're uploading a youtube video because like what if this is the one it never really goes away you're like this this could be it this could be it there is so much potential and growth that can come from YouTube and we've seen it we've seen people go from being their regular selves to walking the runway at fashion week in a year it happens it happens more often than not I guess now like it's it's a thing it's really a thing so That's a pro for YouTube. That's definitely a pro, and it always will be. And that's why people still post to this platform. Absolutely. Number two, there is so much potential for growth in the YouTube space. 100% YouTube growth is phenomenal. If you hit the YouTube jackpot, your life can go from zero to 100 real quick, real quick, real, real quick. (laughs) And that's a great thing. That's wonderful. You know, it's it's beautiful to see so many people's lives change from just being like these opportunities weren't here a few years ago, and to see ordinary people getting the chance to make a difference in their lives and their families' lives. It's amazing to be able to go from like sitting in your bedroom making a like a video to being on SNL. It happens. It happens. So just just that just that growth and that potential it has is enough for people to always keep coming back. Number 3. Videos are extremely fun to edit on YouTube. Like if you like editing and you really get into it, videos are so much fun to make. Like just from the start process to the finish and you finally look back and see what you've created, especially as you get better and better at editing, it's So cool. You're like, I just made a movie out of my life. What? What? I I am a movie. I am the main character. Okay. So having that, it's amazing. And just getting to look back on the memories you've created and knowing that they'll always be there and you can like have them forever and you get to measure your growth, how much you've grown, how much you've changed. It really means a lot. It really means a lot. Number four. YouTube has the potential to make a lot of money. To make you a lot of money. We see people on here. We see the Ace family. We see Jaclyn Hill. We see Jeffree Starr making bank. Bank. These people are these people are millionaires from this platform. Like, yes, they have other things going on, but like this was the start of everything. And YouTube has the potential to make people millionaires. I don't know if it has that same potential anymore. I think it's a lot harder. That level of status of like mega big influencer, I think it's slowly starting to pass because we're realizing how much controversy comes With that kind of influencer what comes with that kind of power that kind of status we're realizing how much how detrimental it might actually be so i think the the reign of big influencers is slowly dying but at the same time there's so much potential for even just making money off adsense off promoting the things you love like there's so much room and growth to make money. People buy things from YouTube videos. This is the first place I go when I'm trying to review something. All the time. Every time. This is the place you go. Absolutely. So there's a lot there. If you if you can stick to it there is room for growth. There is room for change you know. Number five. Starting a channel can be extremely simple, and I like this about YouTube. You upload to the YouTube platform off that. That's it. You upload to the YouTube platform. That it's, it's, it's it might not be that simple, but it's that simple. Up like you record a video, you put it on your camera, you put it into Final cut, Final Cut, whatever it is, iMovie, and you upload it straight to YouTube, and that's that's it's it's out in the world. It's out in the world. <laughs> and there's nothing else. And that simple process, it makes it easy. It makes it easy. And that, that, it makes a difference. It really makes a difference. Number six. And this kind of goes back to big influencers as well, but YouTube personalities are the most memorable personalities on the internet. Not, and I'm not saying they're the most interesting or the most, you know, riveted or whatever, whatever. I'm just saying that I always remember the YouTubers I watch like the genuine YouTubers like I watch consistently not just one or two videos from somebody who's you know random but like the ones I watch over and over again they're my friends you know like they're (laughs) we're close we're close in my mind we're close and I come back for their content I follow them on other platforms I, I enjoy what they post I always watch their videos YouTube personalities because it's the it's the longest form of video content. So you're sitting here with me in my room right now having a personal conversation. That's what it feels like. So just that that space allows for a much more intimate bond to be formed. And when you form that bond, it's like you're in the room with your friend. It's like you're really having a conversation. And the same can go for podcasting. But when you can see somebody and visualize them as well, it it also does do something. You know, you really connect with that person in a visual and audio way. But it can it can get just it can get just as intimate. You know, I watch YouTubers in my bed all the time. But I would say it is more taxing to do it. Like get up put on makeup, put my fix my hair, do all... It's, it's more taxing. It is more taxing on the soul. But as far as like the personalities, I remember from the internet and we scroll through our phones all day. There's TikTok, there's YouTube, there's Instagram. I've never in my life said an Instagrammer has changed my life. Not once. Not, not once have I ever been like, oh my God, this beautiful woman, this girl with this big butt has really, really dove into my spiritual realm and help me come out a better person. No, I, no, it, it really doesn't happen. Instagram is not the place you go when you want to remember somebody when you want to form an intimate relationship with somebody. Instagram is the place you go when you want to stare at people. That's it. You're just staring at people. That's that's what I feel like you're doing. YouTube, you're talking. Like, you might not be talking, but I, I know I've had a few times when, like, somebody said something in the camera, and I've been like, Girl, you are so right. You know, like, I've had those moments, and I'm sure everybody has with their favorite YouTubers. Like, we, you, get, you get to be family, you know? Like, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I do. <laughs> and number seven, you can establish yourself so well on YouTube. Like, you can establish a voice, a space, a community a livelihood, you can establish a lot through this platform. And we've seen people do it. We've seen people make and grow and glow on this platform. And you really get to watch somebody's evolution as a person. That is a beautiful sentiment. When you go back and you watch people who have been doing YouTube for like six or seven years and you go back to their first video, it's beautiful to see the evolution not always you know because some people like they get money and they turn it into complete shit but overall when you follow somebody you love and you see their evolution it really touches you it touches you and when you see your own evolution it touches you and that is what this kind of video content does is allows you to touch people it allows you to grow and evolve if If your community allows that, you know some people have to make the same kind of content in order to keep their their communities and everything. But like, if you're about growth and change and evolving, then your community, you know, follows that. They love that. They want to see you grow and glow. I feel like that's what my community wants from me. They want to see me grow and do better because that's what my channel is based on. Uh, My first video was about I want to change my life. And if you go back and watch that video and go watch me now, there is a huge difference in everything about me. It's just my confidence, my style, my my like my speech, how I'm able to talk to a camera. There's it's it's crazy. The difference is crazy, and it, it, it makes you appreciate human evolution so much. It does. It really does. Now to the cons of YouTube, y'all. There's definitely some cons, so. Okay, number one. Your chances of being canceled on YouTube are astronomical. Sky high, through the roof, through the rocket. You have a, especially in this day and age, maybe like I'd say an 80% chance at this point of being canceled if you get popularized on YouTube. Just from anything you say, you know, there's there's always something. The more popular you are, the more likely you have a chance of being canceled. You you have a chance of people going back years, years ago and finding something you said when you were 12. Like, there is such a big chance for that. And it 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 comes with the territory, yes, but if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen, okay? That's the truth with this kind of platform. That's the truth with being so intimate and allowing people into your life like you're allowing somebody to into your life so you have to take the good with the bad and that is definitely hard watching I remember James Charles be canceled in front of 20 million people was the most traumatizing thing for probably a lot of people because it's like this is a 17 year old boy getting hate comments from everyone on the planet pretty much like everyone like that's That's scary. That's scary as fuck. Like, I don't wanna go through that. I know a lot of people, no one wants to go through that. No one, no one wants to go through that. Like, and if that's the price of fame, do you? Okay, I get it. Like, yes, but no one wants that. It's terrifying. So you gotta think about that. You really do. Number two, hate comments, which is, you know, kind of the same as the first point, but I think hate comments deserve their own damn point because there is no great youtuber without great hate comments and if you cannot take the hate comments you might as well just not even try because the more popular you get the more people are gonna hate you that's 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 just the name of this game and if you can't take that i do not advise starting a youtube channel number three the lifespan of youtubers is dwindling it's absolutely dwindling so those five, six, seven year careers that we were seeing from OG YouTubers like, you know, like Hailey Pham and Jaclyn Hill, that's not really a thing anymore. I would say when you become popular on YouTube, and this is not for everybody, I'm sure there are anomalies out there, but for the most part, you have a good one to two years on this platform now. If you start right now, you have to think about this, YouTube's algorithms change so much. They change so much and so fast. If you can't keep up, your career is gone within the blink of an eye. You, you get all this fame and fortune and then you're like, why? We see it happen over and over again. Creators coming back and being like, I don't have the same numbers. Like, This isn't working anymore. I'm, I'm losing my relevancy. That's a hard thing to watch. And that's a hard thing to think about. Like, Losing your relevancy and having to compare who you were then to who you are now and being like, I've changed and I've grown and I'm so much better, but people don't want this version of me. Or you think like people don't want this version of me, except maybe you're OG fans, but it happens. It happens every single day. And the lifespan of a YouTuber is getting shorter and shorter. Number four, creatively, it's so hard to do what you want on YouTube anymore. Censorship is a bitch. And you have to constantly fight in your head about, do I want views or do I want authenticity? And sometimes they can go hand in hand, but not always. Sometimes you want to make a video and you know, it's not going to perform well on your channel. So you make the video that your audience wants to see. And that can really kill a creator after a while we create because we want to express ourselves. And then we realize, Oh shit, this is my job. So now I have to please you, you know, like I have to please an audience and there is a very, big disconnect that happens because we, we aren't prepared for that. We aren't prepared that like, oh, this is now my career and I have to make a living. So I have to do the things that appeases the people at times. And that's just an honest fact. Like you have to do the thing that makes you the money sometimes. Cause we all have bills to pay. We all have bills to pay. And if you can't pay your bills off your job, you're screwed, you're screwed. So that's where I think where a lot of the disingenuousness comes from and the inauthenticity because like I now have to pay my bills and I can't just say what I want because I don't know if it's going to get the views it needs to for me to eat tomorrow. And number five, a big one. I'd say this platform is honestly fading because so much has happened from YouTube. People are exhausted from influencers trying to sell them shit. People are exhausted from the drama. People are exhausted from the censorship and everything changing consistently and having to stay relevant all the time in order to make this a full-time job in order to live off of your YouTube income and all the other other avenues of that YouTube provides but it's fading. I truly believe that all of these things that have happened over the years in YouTube and there's been a lot are have hurt the platform, have hurt people's love for the platform. And so I definitely would think about that. Like I think you can still get the same amount of views. Life can still go on. You can still be happy with this platform. People are still thriving, but it's harder now. It's harder. Um, There isn't as much love for it. And that's real, that's real. So I would say these are my pros and cons for both podcasting and being a YouTuber. I think there's pros and cons to both. Honestly, neither is better than the other, you know? I would say at the moment I enjoy podcasting a lot more because it's just I don't have to put on makeup. That's just me. But there's pro, there there's n- neither of them is the winner, you know? Like you have to really decide which one am I going to stick to? Which one sounds more like me? Which which kind of content do I want to create? Which what what Speaks to my inner being what speaks to my inner self and honestly you can do both I'm doing both people do both all the time, but just be conscious that there are pros and cons to everything and They're helpful, and they're not helpful. I Just I just wanted to give you guys my take on what I've noticed on both platforms, you know over the years and over the month <laughs> But I hope this was helpful. I hope you learned something I hope you thought about something through this I did, I did. I thought about a few things for this. So yeah, I love podcasting and I love making YouTube videos and I will till the day I die, you know? And I think a lot of people will, but shit changes and shit happens. So that's all I have to say for this podcast and video. I will see you guys in my next one, bye.